Hello and welcome back. This is a $15,000 used car challenge episode where I find 15 cars in under 15 minutes for $15,000 or less. I'm your host, Trevor Byrne, and this is the Bucket Seat Podcast. I'm back. I'm back again. It's a $15,000 used car challenge episode, and I'm going to get right into it. Uh, We're early in December right now. I have another episode lined up before um, we all kind of take a break, and um, and I hope hope take it down a few notches for the holidays. But um, I just wanted to get another one of these out there because, again, it's a it's a recurring topic and something that um, a lot of friends and family and acquaintances and um, those who know those who know. Um, I I've just been finding so many people telling me that it's impossible to find a car or when they are actually shopping for a car, they end up with something really 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 archaic or something that just is just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean. I think the problem is that um, that most people are sold. So when they go, when they think of a car, you know, they want to go to a dealership, which I can completely understand and respect. But at the same time, they don't do their homework. And I think a lot of times they just aren't talking to someone who knows the industry well enough. And now by no means am I the be all and end all uh, when it comes to advice on buying a car, because believe me, I'm not. Um, I feel, even with my knowledge, I've kind of barely scratched the surface when it comes to knowing what's out there. However, I do feel like I can give people a bit of, and I guess a bit of a different perspective on what there is and um, kind of what's at their fingertips, at least, at very least. So <clears throat> I think without further ado, I'll just get right into it with some of the vehicles that I have found here today for our $15,000 used car challenge episode. Uh, It's been a while since I've done one of these, and so it's kind of refreshing to see what's back out there again. If I do them too often, I seem to find a lot of the same cars, and that may be because they're priced too high or there simply isn't the demand for them. So Anyways, I'll get into it here. Um, I'm going to skip through a few of these because, as always, I find more than 15 cars in 15 minutes usually. And by the end of it, they all seem to be getting better and better and trumping the ones that I started with. So we kind of start off slow and we'll get into some better ones as we move on here. So the first one up. Now, this seems to be a car that's really falling into the $15,000 and sub $15,000 category quite a bit lately, um, which is... Understandable. Um, I've driven one in my life, so I can't say a lot for it. But I do know that you know, just on numbers, um, you know, there is some merit to it. So it's a 2010 Mazda Speed. So it's the Mazda Speed Three. It's fifteen thousand dollars. This one has sixty-two thousand kilometers on it. So it's a single owner. It sounds like they've you know done a couple of really tiny cosmetic um, or aesthetic modifications, which are just like you know mud flaps, uh, rally armor, rally armor flaps, and a you know a front lip spoiler. Um, you know they've got some new tires and rims. It looks like it's a combination, both uh, winter and summer. Um, 
But anyways, that is from everything I know and from the OneDrive I've taken in it, the master of torque steer. So, um, you know, to those who have them, I know that, um, you know, there's a lot of defense against that, but still the one that I drove and everything I've ever heard, that is one hell of a torque steer machine. So anyways, for $15,000 on the nose, that's a 2010 Mazda Speed 3. I find them pretty cool. I love the hatch. Front wheel drive is kind of a drag these days. Um, for me, I've just been totally spoiled with all wheel drive and the wonders that Subaru brings. But um, I do know that there are a lot of lovers of them out there and they are quite quick. So uh, on to the next one. This is definitely not a um, this is definitely not a car that I would myself go after. However, there is some merit again to this one when it comes to its tunability. Um, and most will laugh and most will snicker when I say it. But it's a 2008 Chevy Cobalt SS. So that's the turbo. Um, you know, this one, it sounds like they have, you know, they've done a, a full motor swap on it. It has 140,000 kilometers on it. There's all kinds of, to be honest, BS when it comes to what's going on with this car, by the, time, by the sounds of it. Um you know, what they do, they crackle and pop. And I've, I've heard a few of them that actually sound pretty good. So that's a bit of, um, you know, that's a bit of a guilty pleasure is that I do like the sounds of these cars. And that's kind of why I put it on this list. It's $15,000 on the nose again. Uh, and it only has 15,000 kilometers on it. It's a rebuild. It's a, you know, motor swapped car. So uh, there's, I'm just, I'm going to move on from that one because there's not a lot of time to spend on it. Um, I'm going to skip two of the old cars because I'm going to keep it more new. I do like this one. So 2002 BMW 540i, it's silver. Um, it has 139,000 kilometers on it. So that's the E39. You know, it's like, I think it's 300 horse. Um, you know, this sounds like this is a supposedly a one owner car. It looks really good. Um, as a, <clears throat> excuse me, as a sedan, a friend of mine has this in a, uh, in the wagon, and it's a monster, also sounds amazing. So that's a 2002 BMW 5 Series, um, and that's the sedan. So that's the 540i, $15,000. That's in Scarborough. Sorry, the other two vehicles were both in Toronto as well. Um, up next is a car that I spent a lot of time in when I kind of first got into working in the automotive industry and, and advertising and in marketing. And it is a 2006 Nissan 350Z. That's the Grand Touring. I remember this as being kind of the the be all end all of the 370 series when I was, um, you know, I was helping kind of you know tour these around, and we went to a bunch of events, and I had a brand new one that I basically rubbed the cur rubbed the the rear wheel up against a curb and rashed the hell out of it right before a big. Um, Zed Fest, which was pretty embarrassing the next day to have a product planner look at it and go, what is that? I think it had all of 600 kilometers on it. Anyways, this one, I, I mean, they're heavy. Uh, they are, but they're a rear wheel drive um, coupe. And I still don't think that they look terrible. Um, I don't know, you know, in another 10 years, what this design will look like and if it's stood the test of time or not. This one's only got 48,000 kilometers on it. It's $15,000 on the nose. It's in Chilliwack, so it's in BC. Um, this black leather, black leather interior, no scratches. Um, 
this was the this one was about 320 i think it was like 325 or 330 horsepower um and it's really hard to find one with less than 50,000 kilometers that's for damn sure i've never seen one with that few kilometers it does have the brembos the wheels are these rays engineering and they're staggered they're 19s in the rear and they're 18s in the front um yeah, this one in particular, the guy's got a short shifter and a Nismo, um, sorry, a Nismo short shifter, um, and then a Megan Y-pipe and muffler. I mean, it must sound pretty good. Anyways, for $15,000, this just, it, you know, it just, maybe I'm, you know, a bit nostalgic when I look back at this car, but I loved this car, even though it was quite heavy. Um, it still was quick as hell. And on, with this car, uh, you know, in such low kilometers, I think this is a really, really good deal. And of course, all of these cars are manual. So anyways, um, to recap, that's a 2006 350Z with the Grand Touring Pack in Chilliwack. It's 15,000 kilometers and it only has 48,000, sorry, $15,000 only has 48,000 kilometers on it. Silver with a black leather interior. Looks awesome. This is a, a real find. I hope somebody picks that one up. Um, next up is another vehicle that you're starting to see drop into that 15,000 and 15 sub $15,000 category, which is, um, that 2010, um, Volkswagen Golf. That's the GTI. That's the two door, you know, they obviously don't make the two door anymore, but this one's quite nice. It only had 80,000 kilometers on it. This is the original owner. You know, he's got the 18s, he's got winter tires, um, it's nice to have a vehicle. It's only had one owner. So anyways, that's a black on black 2010 Volkswagen GTI hatch two door, uh, with only 79,000 kilometers on it's in North York. Uh, good car. I love that. Um, they're just not as exciting as I think you could probably get with a couple of other options. Uh, we'll skip uh, a complete ripoff of a 1990 Integra with a motor build for $15,000. Um, I'm sure you can all understand why this is a, this is one that I've been looking for over and over again. Um, this next one here is a 2013 Scion FRS. So this is an Abbotsford again in BC. It's 14,999 black on black. So awesome to see these starting to drop in the 15,000 sub $15,000 category because, you know, I know there's tons and tons of press out there, but FRS, BRZ, fantastic machines. Um, I know that they're underpowered. It's constantly what is uh, discussed with this vehicle, but I've driven one. I've driven FRS and I've I've uh, had a tiny, tiny amount of seat time in a BRZ. And I can tell you that, you know, when you drive them and you drive them with momentum, it's a great car. And I, I really, I really have a lot of love for them. So anyways, this only has 42,000 kilometers on it. Like I said, black on black, original, original owner. Um, and it looks like, oh, okay. Yeah. So this is probably why it's dropping in that 15,000 kilometer range is that it does look like it was in a minor accident. Um, they've got full documentation and paperwork. The, they list the shop who's done it, um, which is nice. That's a bit confidence inspiring when you start to see that and you can actually talk to the shop about the repair they did. So 2013 Scion FRS in Abbotsford for $14,999. It's only got 42,000 kilometers on it, black on black. It looks great. Um, love that car. And I think in another two to five years, there's going to be some really exciting stuff done with these. Not that there isn't already, but you know, I think that they're just going to be a lot more attainable by most people. 
Um, what have we got next? We have got, uh, this is interesting. Um, a 2009 BMW 135 with the M sport pack. Um, it's not a one M, um, which is, we all know is a very rare car. Uh, it has 154,000 kilometers on it, which is why I think it's in this category here in the sub $15,000 range. It's the six speed. Um, it's this really nice black Sapphire over their black, um, was it black Boston sports seats? Um, accident free. It's at a dealership always kind of sketches me out a little bit. Um, but, uh, a nice car. I really like the size of that. Um, and there's a bit of a, you know, cult following on them already. It's really beautiful black wheels on it too. So that's a 2009 BMW 135 with the M sport pack in Toronto, 14,998 and 154,000 kilometers. So a lot of kilometers on it. So you got to be willing to, uh, to suck that up. Um, now kind of on the, the, the reverse of that, um, this also has a lot of kilometers on it, but I think it's kind of overpriced for what it is, is a 2006 Eddie S4. Uh, this is at kind of out of Niagara on the lake area. And so it has a ton of modifications and upgrades, a ton, a lot of RS4 factory parts, um, you know, everything like all, all the way through to led swapped lights. Um, there's some really nice stuff, you know, this stasis Olin's coilovers, um, what else is on here? It was interesting. Um, some cool downpipes. Um, like I said, all of these OEM RS4 parts and then, uh, some carbon trim, the bi-xenon projectors, a lot of stuff. So, um, he notes here, since everyone's going to ask me when and where were the chains done, he doesn't know the car runs perfectly fine. He's given it's given him zero issues. He has approximately eight thousand kilometers since he's owned it. Uh, bought it down in Maryland. Anyways, uh, cool car. I I really love the S4s and especially of this gen. So two thousand six Audi S4. It's this gray on black. Looks great. Uh, One hundred sixty five thousand kilometers. So lots of case. Nice car though. Um, next is just a. F- you know, this is a sleeper uh, favorite of mine. Uh, the listing's in French, so I won't go on for too long on this. This is just, it's a 2010 Super Legacy 2.5 GT. Love that car through and through. And uh, I think they are massively underappreciated on a regular basis. So that's 14995 Um I think in that range, you can almost find a B-spec these days um, if you can find it in and around that range. So I would highly advise taking that B-spec over the 2.5 GT any day. But if you find a really clean one, who knows, that might be exactly what you're looking for. Uh, next is a 93. So this, <laughs> this was, this is a, another throwback car to, um, uh, you know, kind of my high school slash childhood slash youth years, which I really loved. Um, for some reason at that point, I think it was because I was from Southern Ontario and I didn't really know a lot of what else was out there, but I did every once in a while see one of these, which is a 93 Dodge Stealth, the twin turbo that, you know, the, the RT, um, this one's in Quebec. Uh, it has only 84,000 kilometers on it, which I'm, I have a feeling is pretty rare. Uh, I don't know a lot about these cars anymore, but uh, that's a three liter turbo. I think it's about 300 horsepower. They don't really list a lot more about it. It's green on a black leather interior. Um, 
I hate saying it, but you know, these days now looking back at the design, it just doesn't hold up anymore. Really awkward rear wing placement just at the bottom of the window line um, before the trunk lid starts. It just looks super awkward. I know the Mitsubishi 3000 GT and this car were almost one and the same, but um, yeah, it just doesn't look as good as I thought it did back in the day. Anyways, again, 93 Dodge Stealth Twin Turbo, uh, 14995 green on black in Brassard in Quebec. Um, next, I uh, this just I found another Legacy GT, but the same price as the one I'd listed before, so we'll move on. Um, then we get to, right, this is another recurring car in this category, which is the Fiat 500 Abarth. I know after speaking to someone since a couple of these shows have gone by that, um, it's not really, uh, it's not really a fantastic driver's car. And I just, I guess I assumed it would be simply because of the size of it. Um, and thought that, you know, this little nimble sprightly machine that sounded like, all hell had broken loose would have been really fun, but uh, it sounds like it's not. So anyways, this is a 2013 Fiat 500 Abarth. I still think they sound awesome. Would I drive one every day? Probably not. But this one has 44,000 kilometers on it. Black on black Fiat 500 Abarth for $14,995. Um, I've been seeing a lot of listings come up from, uh, this dealership called Velocity Cars and Velocity is out in Burnaby in BC and they bring in some really gorgeous, some really, really gorgeous representations of, excuse me, old cars from Japan. And this one in particular is a 99 Nissan Silvia. It's the S15 spec R. It only has 123,000 kilometers on it. It's the six speed coupe awesome awesome car have always loved this one i mean i was a you know an s13 guy with my own and looking at s15s always made me drool i i'm starting to feel more and more like this is another design that isn't necessarily holding up the same way that i thought it would it surely isn't timeless um, it has a terrible set of wheels on it that are clearly aftermarket i still think that the s13 looks better and I think it'll last longer in terms of its general aesthetic. Um, but these are all right-hand drive cars. Uh, I love the idea of all of these coming in from Japan. I just wish that there was a serv service. I just wish that there was a shop that was able to uh, was able to do a left-hand drive conversion, but do that, replicate it, make it more affordable and just bank on repetition in terms of their business model so that we could get all these great cars and swap them over to left-hand drive and everybody's happy. However, that's not really the case. I haven't found anyone who is making it quick, easy or cheap. And I know that those are all very difficult things to get uh, all three of in a triangle. But nonetheless, this one, if you're ready to drive right on the right-hand side, has 123,000 kilometers. It is blue on kind of a gray, what looks to be uh, fabric. You know, yeah, it looks like a gray fabric interior. Really cool wheel on it as well. <clears throat> Steering wheel. And uh, like I said, 123,000 kilometers. It's a Nissan Silvia. That's the S15 spec R with 123,000K. And it's 14,990. Watch out for these guys at Velocity Cars. They really bring in some cool stuff from Japan. Uh, always drool worthy. 
Next up, going in a very different direction, is a 1994 Mustang GT in Stouffville. It's $14,900. There's really little information on this one. He's saying that it's a 25th anniversary. It's a second owner. There are things that have been done like a heater core, motor mounts, trunk struts, two sets of wheels, including original Cobra wheels in mint condition. Those are probably worth something on their own. It also has a gray interior. Um, If you love Mustangs and you like the Fox body, then this one is pretty good looking um, in terms of just body and condition. It's a terrible red on silver two-tone, but... If you like the Fox body, which is growing in popularity, then this might be an interesting one to look at. Probably overpriced at $14,900, but it only has 119,000 kilometers on it. So who knows how well it's been kept, but cool car. All right. Another car that I love seeing slip into the sub $15,000 range is a 2013 Ford Focus ST. It's in Calgary. It's $14,800. It's in that crazy yellow. I'm not sure that color yellow is called, but um, it, um, yeah, this is this. I mean, until the RS stepped in and you know, stole all of its thunder. This is still a great car that gets great reviews other than it being, it's a little bit, um, it is a little bit heavy as well. It's a little bit big. It still has plenty of power. And, you know, once you do a quick cob tune on these, they're, you know, lightning fast, sorry, not lightning fast. They're quite fast. Um, this is, this one says it has the ST three package. Um, and, what does it say here? Oh, yeah, it's got the overboost feature, which extends peak torque for up to 15 seconds at a time. I think that's pretty common on these. Um, lots of lots of lots of options on this. It's 252 horse, and again, uh, it's tough with uh, <clears throat> excuse me a front front wheel drive competitor when you're looking at spending the same amount of money on a WRX. Clearly, I am biased, but I would get the WRX. Anyways, great to see these drop into that range again. It's got 68,200 kilometers on it. It's a Ford Focus ST in yellow on a black leather interior with lots and lots of options. And it is in Calgary. Next up is an awesome car. I love this one. Uh, So this is an 05 BMW 330ci. This is the E46 and it has the M package on it. So I believe this is the cliched ZHP. Um, it's the six speed, the M package, um, for, in terms of body, it also has the horsepower increase and tuned exhaust as sports suspension. Um, it's got just about everything that you want. And he's also got super sports on it. So it is again, BMW 330 CI. It has 118,000 kilometers on it. Silver on black looks super clean. Love this car. I know there's a couple of friends of mine who are out there looking for just these. And it's 14700 down in Kitchener. Next up is a 2002 Audi S6. And it's an Avant. And I love it. It's in this awesome pearl color with black wheels, black trim, and super, super dark black tint. You don't see these around at all, if ever. And... Um, yeah, so this one though the the major downside is um you know so it looks great. It's in Barrie, Ontario. It's $14,500, but it has 320,000 kilometers on it. That's kind of staggering. So I have no clue at that point 
what you need to do to it um, and what kind of maintenance should have been done and would still need to be done just sounds like a ton for me. But uh, the body's awesome, and if you're willing to put some work in, maybe you do a motor swap or maybe that motor can still be salvaged um, and run for a while before you put something else into it. It looks great. I love that body style. 2002 Audi S6 Avant, 14,500 in Barry. Um, I will skip that one for now. I'll skip that one for now. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to end on one for, uh, for Josh while he's not here. Uh, this has been a favorite of both of ours. I think a, fr- a favorite for most. Uh, it's a 2006 Toyota Tacoma, $14,500. So they really hold their value. This guy's done a lot of work on, on it, on his. It has high, high kilometers, 232,000 kilometers. But I've been told that those aren't things to worry about with these vehicles. So it's been super reliable for him. Um, it's been safety dandy tested, uh, or will be for that, but it's got a ton of upgrades, a lot of stuff that I, to be honest, uh, not being a truck guy, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with, but a lot of stuff that still makes a lot of sense. Like there's, he's got a crazy winch bumpers. Um, he's done this crazy body armor on the vehicle. He has a leveling kit. He's got these pro comp beadlock wheels, uh, with BF Goodrich all terrains, He's done WeatherTech floor mats, which are kind of awesome for how overpriced they are. Uh, what else does he have? Studded winter tires on OEM Toyota wheels. Nice Yakima rack and a whole bunch of new parts as well to it. So anyways, that's going to end it off. I, uh, I'm i going to be doing this again um, kind of come post-Christmas. Uh, these are kind of rapid fire, so it just helps you hopefully understand what's out there. I honestly do these in 15 minutes in terms of my search. So it's legit that these cars are out there. They're super easy to find. If you just put in a bit of work, like think about what an afternoon or an evening would do. Um, there are great cars out there. So just, you know, know that you can get one, get a great one. Um, there's no point in driving something that you don't want to drive or you don't like. I guess the major caveat to all of it is that a lot of these cars under $15,000 I'm trying to find kind of cool examples of them. And sometimes those end up being high kilometers. They're also going to need a lot of maintenance or they could lead, need a lot of maintenance. So you are still going to spend money beyond that $15,000 on the price of the car to ensure that it's kept up well. And there may be some major maintenance that needs to be done, but I feel like that's a very worthwhile sacrifice to make. If you want to drive something that you enjoy, uh, I certainly do. So anyways, that's it for episode 15. If you noticed, I skipped episode 13. It's a little bit of a superstitious thing. So I've skipped episode 13. We're on episode uh, 15 now. I've got episode 16 coming up next week. I'm really excited about that one. And I think I'll probably get into 17 before the holidays. So stay tuned. Um, You can follow us on Instagram. Post any questions that you have. Uh, I'd be happy to answer any here on the show Uh, If there are any cars or any searches or any particular things that you'd like, be happy to see if I can work them in um, and see if there's a way to help everyone out. So find us on Instagram at uh, The Bucket Seat, on Twitter at The Bucket Seat. You can just Google The Bucket Seat Podcast and find us just about everywhere on iTunes and on Shout Engine and on Stitcher. Um, but, uh, really appreciate everyone listening. Make sure you subscribe, give me a review and, uh, and keep listening. And that's it for episode 15 of the bucket seat podcast.